All right, Rush is back. Final hour. Teddy Lehman here. Travis Davidson sitting in for Tyler McComas. We've got Pierce in there on the board. Man, we are, what, 25-ish hours away from the schedule release? I guess, is it technically a schedule release? I don't know what you want to call it. Who cares? Uh, an, we're going to find out. release? Yeah, we're going to find out who we play in conference next year. We don't know the dates, but we'll know home and away and, and what our our eight, not nine, our eight conference games look like. It's going to be fantastic. I Hopefully, they do what typically has been done and serve you up right out of the gate with a really tasty big-time home game to kind of announce your presence into the, the new conference. I mean, we, we've seen – We've seen people do this before. Um, you know, it sounds like Alabama kind of started to get floated around there a little bit as maybe the the big home game that they're going to give us. I one of the frustrating things about the move to the SEC has been how, for whatever reason, SEC leadership and I maybe they're just trolling us. I don't know what's happening. But all of a sudden, we've become a rival of Missouri. Where the hell did that come from? Never a rival of Missouri. But now it's like, hey, good thing you guys are in the SEC. Get to start playing Missouri again. No. No, we don't want to play Missouri again. Right? That's like the least attractive opponent in the entire conference. I'd rather go to Nashville and play Vandy than play Missouri. So hopefully... They don't start serving us up. Man, we thought you guys would like to play the old ex-Big 12 teams, A&M and Missouri. I feel like they're going to hit us with that crap. You know, it, it's... Even though an A&M might be fun. It, see, A&M would be, I think, infinitely more fun than yeah. Missouri. Um, I also think getting kicked in the shin would be in- infinitely more fun. So maybe that's, the, maybe that's the wrong judge. But you know what it feels like a little bit to me is... They're trying to force it on us, kind of like when you're ordering dessert at a restaurant. And I, I, obviously, restaurant background, I'd see this a lot, right? Uh, you've got creme brulee, key lime pie, and chocolate cake. And you offer these three, and the the girl goes, hey, uh, I'll t- I think key lime pie sounds really good. And the guy goes, would you rather have that or chocolate cake? <laughs> and I'm like, well, dude, she just heard all three options and told you key lime. I feel- or would you like our fresh fish yeah. uh, for dessert that we're still <laughs> trying to desperately get rid of from two weeks ago? That's the thing. It's like, we didn't. We told you what we wanted. We don't want Missouri. Stop trying to say, like, we told you that you're, they're not our rival. Stop trying. Or, or, right. or, hear me out. Missouri, what do you think about that? <laughs> no, Sankey. We told you we didn't want them. Well, I – you know, it's one of those things. I Maybe it's just me preparing myself for the inevitable or for the worse to where if Missouri's not on our schedule, I'll, there'll be a, a small little celebration for me. But I feel like right now with 100% certainty – we will be playing Missouri they our be first year in the SEC. 100%. Yeah, they got to be on there. If, if How about that? I mean, if – I know you like, you know, some flat Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Um, you know, that's what we'll celebrate by. I'll, you know, I'll come in a little early, crack a Dr. Pepper for you to drink later, nice and flat. Spend, uh, 
you know, a couple minutes getting all the fizz out of there. Right. Which, right. you know, it's like good, good and bad. I, I drink bits up there at Missouri has been pretty annoying lately. So to go beat them by 50 would, would be pretty satisfying. So well, maybe. And, and, and people like. Williams Winery and and Isaiah Mosey and yeah. Jay Sean Ross and you know a lot in that area reminder. that we're after. Yeah. Little, little just a little reminder. reminder. Who's if you could select Pierce, you're in on this too. If you could select one uh one team, who who is it that you want to host next year? Big biggest home game in conference. Who do you guys think? Travis? I'm I'm for Georgia. Georgia? Yeah. I, go ahead and give I was us the really looking I was really looking forward yeah. to that. Which I mean and that one makes a lot of sense. Like yes. we negotiated that, had to shelf it, and who did we replace it with? I don't even remember. SMU. SMU. They replaced us with Ball State, I believe. Great. Both to, fan bases. Add, are add, to, their grueling, add to their grueling. Add to their grueling. SMU is a lot better than Ball State. I'll tell you that much. Um, but you know that that one makes a lot of sense, and I honestly I would have no problem with that. Pierce. Yeah, I also have Georgia. It's really? just like, like same thing. Like, the text line like is we tracking were, too, man. We were just robbed of Georgia that and matchup, Bama. that kind of thing. I was looking forward to it. Like once they announced that home and home, like I was like, oh man, Georgia coming to, into Norman, yeah. that'll be a fun game. And I mean, that was I mean when they first announced that, that was before the Natties too. So like this has only gotten to be a bigger matchup, and then also a rematch of the Rose Bowl would be nice to kind of get back. The last game we played was an absolute classic. Yeah. Right. So, and great measuring stick, too. Hey, welcome to the SEC. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see how we stack up. You know yeah. what I mean? And they That's had true, a great yeah. defense that year, too. I mean, like, I feel like it's almost rubbing salt in the wound. I feel like I see it. Last week, I saw ESPN made a post on Instagram about how classic of a Rose Bowl it was, and I had to watch all those highlights again. You don't have then, to watch. No, but I have to at that point. Hang on a <laughs> What did you just say? That was on ESPN when? This it was this past week. Who, saw, what was it posted in it reference was, to? It was literally just a post. It was just talking about how cool of a Rose Bowl it was and It wasn't in like I don't know, there was some like ex Georgia player did something or I there mean, was some Rose Bowl announcement. There was no, there wasn't. I it mean, was I saw totally random. Yesterday, Rodrigo Blankenship told yeah, Baker Mayfield he doesn't like him anymore. I mean, he still right. doesn't like him, but it was literally just every now and then they'll post the Rose Bowl, which kills me. And then also, it was before my time, but that Boise State game, they like posting yeah. that, uh, what was that, Fiesta Bowl? It was before my well, time. Yeah, oh, before man, my that's time. Weird. That is so <laughs> it weird. Was after my time. <laughs> it was so uh, weird to hear. Uh, you know. Pierce makes me feel old. Can we get They usually TJ don't do things here? randomly. You know what I'm saying? That's why I was asking. Like, I mean, if I'll it, go look, but I'm pretty sure it but was But they will for a reason. A they'll be like, one. they'll be like, oh, it's National Rose Day. Let's go back to the, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, on, well, I'm just wondering if there was some foreshadowing there or something, you know, because they, they would know. Oh, ESPN would right. know. That's what I'm asking. Yeah, it's that like, could be kind of interesting. If they're, if they're full. But I also, like, randomly, now this wasn't ESPN. But I randomly saw like a reference, and maybe it's just people talking about like who we're going to play. But I started to see some like old. Um, no, it was the ESPN. They were playing the OU Alabama game from two thousand and two. Like how crazy it was. Todd Bates played you in that game, right? That's right. Yeah. So I, I, I saw that one too. Maybe we get Georgia and Alabama. Um, no way. If you want, and I don't know that we want that. If you want another example, I mean, they have ESPN College Football posted another one yesterday. I saw this one. It's the it's Josh Jacobs, how he declined for oxygen when they were playing OU after he 
ran over the defensive back for the touchdown. Yeah. But they just I feel like ESPN just doesn't like OU, honestly. Well, they, they posted Sometimes. so much positive stuff about our softball team. I feel like they're like, all right, we gotta bring these people down yeah, a little true. bit. Which I will say, I I remember that play. That is a was it was it Stephen Parker? No. It was uh a, was it Ahmad Thomas? I think, I think it was a mod. Right. I think it was a mod Thomas. Yeah, uh, big safety, athletic kid, highly ranked. Kid, hurt his hamstring on the play, and never really got back right after that. But that that was that's a very very difficult, actually horrible place to be in as a safety in a huge amount of space coming across the field on a player that is full head, full head of steam going downhill. Like there's that just it's not going to end a full well. blown NFL running back right it, just 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 coming right at I, you. I, I just remember like it looked bad. I felt bad for him in the moment. Like the fans like kind of took that as like this is the entire game summed up in one play. Call the fight, right? yeah. you know. And it just it wasn't really fair for him the, in that the, situation. The text line pretty much split. You know, oh, we got it was Robert Barnes. I see on oh, the text Robert line. Robert Barnes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, host Bama visit Tennessee. I like that. Not host LSU. Not host and not visit Missouri. I I need to go through those and just see if anybody has any answer other than Missouri yeah. to not visit. I, I would love to host Louisiana State. I don't want to go down there. Like I say that like to me, it doesn't matter. I'll be safe up in the press box, right? But as well, maybe I have to walk yeah, into the press serious? box. Yeah, how do you There's get no there? Telling. Maybe I won't be. You take a helicopter. I want to see the place. It looks cool. But in. I, as a fan, to sit down there and like that's a dangerous place. Have to you be. been to LSU before? Never. So I went this past year. I haven't been to any stadium in the SEC. I've been to Missouri. I've been to A and M. I've been to Alabama, and I think that's it. Like as a player, right, right, right. I've been to Tennessee. Um, you know, for the game, but right. outside of that, am I missing anything? I don't think I've been anywhere else. Haven't been to Florida. Haven't been to uh, Arkansas. Well, I guess I went to Arkansas like a long time ago when I was in high school. Right, it was empty though. It wasn't for a game. Right, right, right. So I guess I've I've seen the stadium. So yeah, I I, I was uh, I was at the LSU Ole Miss game last year on mm-hmm. our bye week. Um, yeah, the place is awesome. I just I wasn't wearing the opponents. What'd you wear? Uh, I wore a T Town Clowns jersey. Just uh, just a g- generic. Hey, what is that? I'm just from T Town. Oh, it's Tulsa. Uh, it's uh, the first baseball team that was in Tulsa. It was the Negro League T Town Clowns that Silhouette came out with Nike jerseys that are pretty cool. What color was it? It's uh, it's the darkest blue imaginable. So most people would see almost, black. but um, like very dark. Could also be purple like you you could yeah. kind of blend oh yeah more purple like would it be more likely to it's be got purple like or like a, a dark old miss blue because that no, could have been dangerous no there was no way okay plus right. i was i was with well okay so for like the big games at home alabama acceptable right i right. think everyone's happy with that everyone's happy with georgia um florida is one that the text line is is, is on about we're getting a Travel to Ole Miss being their top pick. Yeah, a lot of people. I mean, Oxford. There's, it's been hyped up as a place to go for a game. Like the atmosphere, the tailgating, supposed to be really, really cool. 
The the only the only one I've seen besides the avoid traveling to besides Missouri, Mississippi State, so far. Yeah, I don't. Stark Vegas. I don't know much about that stadium. I, Toby, I think mentioned that the press box is outside. <laughs> like, I guess there's like it's maybe like under an overhang. What, you got like a tent. Like, like well, it's like in in between the lower and upper deck somewhere. Like, I I don't like know a carport on the on the concourse. What's going on here? I don't know. I honestly I don't know. You get but what, it's you, open you, air. You get one of those. So, like you said, you've got a, you've got a baseball game for your son tonight. Mm-hmm. Are you one of the parents that sits in those little like pod tents? My wife um, is. Yeah, those are. The, that, that's a new age thing. Yeah, I started seeing that at seven on sevens. I'm like, oh, they got their own little little cabin right there. I would like to clown on it, but it's a hell of a deal. Oh, it's, it's whenever I'm standing it's out there coaching my son's ba- which he played in some of the worst baseball games this year, like 28 degrees, wind blowing out of the north, like at 30. And my wife's over there inside that little tent. I'm I'm pretty jealous. <laughs> no, what about you? Don't want to visit Missouri? Is there any other one? Can we come up with anything else? Honestly, Mississippi State would be mine because yeah. people want to talk about Vanderbilt. Oh no, I'm going to Nashville. Yeah. So at least it's in a cool city. Which, oh man, I'm you know still sad over the Mike Leach thing. It would it's a totally different story if he's the coach, right? Right. Absolutely, yeah. Pierce. So for me, you got you got to look at it in the lens of a college student. You know, my bank account isn't as wonderful as you know people with real salaries, so I can't really afford to go have fun in Nashville. But a college town like Starkville, I yeah. know the bars are pretty cheap there. So I have Vandy, and I didn't even think of any other teams that I didn't want to go travel to. Well, just go hustle some people in some bowling alleys. I'm sure. I, they, hey, I'm sure they got bowling alleys. If we there. go to if we go to Vandy, I'll give you. What's an accept? I'll give you two hundred and fifty dollars walk around. We're doing cash. a stipend. Wow. If, you, if you're going, I'll, give a it, I'll, I'll find a way. To I go. commit to that at this moment. Now wow. it's only for this year's schedule release. Okay, so I, we have to be playing Vandy for that to happen. Still, what do you mean? I mean, yeah. like if we don't get Vandy, no, like, you don't it doesn't get, go to the next year. No, twenty four ah. only. Okay, and you no, you don't just get to take a trip to Nashville whenever and get walking around. There. <laughs> no, I get it's, that. It's I get tied that. to Vanderbilt. Yeah, yeah, I could do that. But it's got to be twenty twenty four season. Twenty twenty four season. All right, You're rolling shots. I'm really. I'm going to be tuned in tomorrow for one that schedule shot. release. One shot. Ooh, man. He's You're going to have to remind me because by <laughs> that time I will have forgotten. <laughs> he's going to clip this and save it in his favorites on his phone. Yeah. So wait, Daddy, you were saying you didn't want to go to LSU? Well. For safety reasons, that's why I, I listed could, LSU as where I wanted to travel to. LSU night game would be fascinating. Well, I think that would just you know be why? crazy. Because two thousand three is before his time. Every, that's yeah. true. I was born the year prior. The first to that. segment right. is before his time. <laughs> right. <laughs> there, there is, there's some built up uh, animosity with OU fans and with LSU fans, and I don't think the 2019 situation made it any better. Uh, I just I feel like it's it would be a very hostile environment, and maybe we need to dip our toes in the SEC waters for a year to kind because we're used to going places and oftentimes outnumbering the home fans like at uh, in Kansas or you know in in previous years like at Baylor. So that's not going to be the case anymore. So we may need to fight a couple of small battles before we fight the war with I think, LSU. I think we need to understand that, you know, if 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 you know, there's only two of you, you may need to stand back to back. Like we need just some regular like kind of guerrilla warfare just, you know, just before you go in, like be ready. 
here's what yeah. I think we keep should do. Keep your head on a swivel, you know what I mean? Just find someone and do an Oklahoma drill to assert your dominance over that section. Hey. It's it's more yeah. about I nominate Teddy. Yeah, we he can do it. It's more about like taking a lawn chair and sit in your backyard with your back turned to a bunch of your friends and be able to radar detect incoming uh, beer bottles and beer, beer cans at you. Like, that's really what this is about, right? Right. Or someone standing right next to you, you know, Tiger Bait! Tiger Bait! For roughly four hours yeah. nonstop. Yeah. Like, those are the things you need to start to prepare so, yourself So I'll for. get a little, uh, I'll get some earplugs, and then yeah. what I'll do is I will... Gel Just get my, you some fake those fake uh, headphones that sounds like you're listening to the radio broadcast. I will gel my hair so dramatically that it acts <laughs> as a helmet. Uh, so incoming beer cans, I've got another layer of protection. Nice. So I don't know what you're gonna do, but helmet. But helmet. <laughs> but but, but I'm gonna helmet. Pierce and I will will buy a 55 gallon drum of uh, hair gel. Yeah. Well, I think everyone we're, we're gonna have to uh, we're gonna have to gear up for it, whatever it is. Can't wait. Tomorrow's going to be awesome. Quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Keep the text coming. I see him. We'll get to some of those next. Well, welcome back. Um, Teddy and Travis had stepped out there, but welcome back to the rush. We're in our final hour about halfway through, and they're back in the office now so they can take over. <laughs> well, you know, we've got a lot of cool stuff around here in the studio. Um, lots of really cool photos signed. Anyways, um, there's a really cool photo of a new one of Drake, uh, Drake Stoops when he got tackled out of bounds, but not tackled out of bounds as he reaches to the pylon with one shoe for the touchdown. We were just we were just admiring some art because Teddy and I were very cultured. Um, yeah. you know we love art, so we just you know we needed to really give it its proper uh, respect. And uh, now we're back. The shoeless Drake Stoops just doesn't have the same ring to it as you know, uh, Joe Jackson, right? It doesn't. It doesn't, and I don't know if it's because anytime you say shoeless, Joe Jackson is what comes to mind. Maybe if he were the first shoeless, shoeless stoops. I mean, <laughs> if you drop the Drake, shoeless stoops isn't bad. Bit of a tongue twister, perhaps. Yeah, it's a cool picture though. And I'm a just cool moment. I'm just wondering how many times we're gonna hear stoops a when lot. Gavin Freeman catches the ball. Oh yeah. Yeah, there's some similarity there. Luckily, they have like almost what you would consider the total opposite numbers. They're on the far end of the spectrum from one another. Um, but hey, um, still really cool nonetheless. Gavin Freeman's going to, I think he, he may be like if you were buying stock in a receiver right now, that may be one to go to. Not that he's necessarily going to be the leading receiver, but. His name probably doesn't come up whenever everyone talks about who's going to lead in catches and who's going to lead in yards, who's going to be the number one. Uh, Probably one of the the last names mentioned. And I'm not suggesting that he is going to be the number one, but I think he's going to be a huge part of the offense. I think he's going to be a home run guy. Like I think he's going to have some big plays where – He's fast. Well, and and I'm going to call it what it is. A lot of people don't expect white guys to be that fast. So he's going to catch some guys on their heels and blow right by them because he's he's got he's got the speed. There's no doubt about it. So uh, we saw it last year, you know. So he's a tough runner. He keeps really good balance. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to – I mean, we saw it last year. He had more carries than he did catches. Yeah. So I think they're going to use 
creative ways to get him the ball, just like they did last year. And I think if you can get blocking right on some of those, uh, you know, end of rounds and whatnot, and uh, I think you can really do some nice things with him. Yeah. Well, he, he's he got good athleticism. They love his work ethic. He's, he's good without the, the – not without, but he's good after the catch. Right. Um, just sharp, sharp kid. Does anybody have as memorable of a first touch? Well, you're asking the wrong guy. I don't. You're not the guy the, that's here, so well, not you know. the guy that. I, I, I'd ask Pierce, I, those but he things doesn't don't remember stick out. It's definitely not me. I'm not time. the right guy. It all. was, it was pretty incredible. There may have been guys that there's. I can't remember. There's a there's a fairly decently long list of guys that have scored touchdowns on their first touch. Um, I don't remember all of them. There's some decent names in there. Uh, I don't know that any of them were as long or on like a as reverse. dramatic with the, the, the spin, keep maybe, your balance. Maybe against better opponents. Yeah, that's the only way that you that's could maybe way, have room for it to uh, be surpassed. But. Pretty electric, though, uh, for sure. I don't know. He, you know, he got some touches last year. <sighs> Man, I – I really wish that we'd see some other guys from that class really make their impressions felt on this football team, specifically on the offensive side. You know, and Nick Anderson, I it looks like an absolute superstar. Yeah. He looks like a all-pro NFL wide receiver. Got to stay healthy. Got to stay healthy. Um, you know, I don't know. I feel like he was he was healthy for the most part through spring, right? Or did he miss time now that I'm thinking of it? He Didn't he miss time, time again? Yeah. Missed some time again. He needs to have a really good summer, get his body in shape and ready to roll come training camp. And I that's the thing for him is just being available because he's got all the, the talent, the explosiveness, all of those things. And I don't know how he is mentally, but come on, it's wide receiver can't be that difficult so um i'm anxious to see how kind of how his rapport is with uh emmett jones new wide receiver coach i'm too. excited about jaquay's petaway he looks good i mean I, he, I, what was the deal with that they were filming something on ou's field like doing drills and stuff um i like, just remember lewis carter taking out ted roof <laughs> right <laughs> this was like right right whenever like maybe the weekend before all of those guys showed up for for summer and moved into the dorms there was a video that popped up of him it, it wasn't like a film clip it was like someone like on the field filming like a workout video and he was like running routes and stuff i didn't see it looked, but looked really really I, impressive I, I i didn't see it but i totally i can be sold very easily that he was impressive yeah. on film because that dude he's He's just really good. He looks like a guy is an alpha that can come in and actually compete for some reps, and I think he'll definitely get some some playing time this year. And he's got tons of speed. There's no doubt about that. I mean, the dude is. That's such an interesting thing. Fast. You know, I often think about this. Everyone, like, like one of the things you hear from coaches about, like a big time recruit or, you know, a a player coming in is. He's an alpha. 
Well, you know what happens when you get multiple alphas together in a... They destroy each other. They try and kill one another. Yeah, just competition. Right, yeah. Just a healthy so, competition. I don't know. Seems like it's a bad way to describe every single player that walks in. <laughs> oh, I definitely wouldn't describe every player like this. <laughs> there could only be one in the locker room. Yeah, but by definition, <laughs> right. the definition of being an alpha, right? Right. Well, I don't know. Um, I'm pretty excited about... Like some of the skill guys, we just man, it's got to happen. And I don't know what your what game are you picking for Jackson Arnold to get his first start this season? Oh man, well if if Dylan Gabriel stays healthy, I don't think he gets his what? first start. Really? Not he's not going to take over the job. I think if Dylan, what per- give me a percentage chance of of him taking the job from a healthy Dylan Gabriel? Yep. Okay, he okay. It's it's possible. Like in this scenario, it counts to where Gabriel sprains an ankle. Maybe he has to miss one game. Okay, so your scenario and Jackson would be Arnold would like like a Drew Bledsoe Tom Brady situation. Correct. Okay, like that counts as is taking it from a healthy Dylan Gabriel. Well, the injury can happen whenever, but I think they would need to see like. I think he needs to play maybe the second halves of some like Arkansas State and okay. uh, maybe maybe Tulsa. See if Kevin Wilson can put up some points and keep it competitive. Uh, but I think I think there's a five percent chance that if, five? if if Dylan stays healthy the entire year, that Jackson can somehow okay. supplant him. But that's pretty low. But if if Dylan, because I think there's I think there's certain dynamics to it, right? Like if you if if your quarterback is playing well and we've talked we think the defense is going to be much better this year and so you're going to be winning games mm-hmm. and hopefully i, I like maybe it's a bad sign if he takes the starting job right well yeah exactly right. that's what i'm saying if the season goes the way we think it's going to go the way we want it to go then 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 Dylan remains the quarterback the entire season i think if you end up supplanting him then now what happens to you know what happens to Dylan? What if Jackson comes in and throws a couple you know picks or something like? That? Do you go back well, to like it just adds a bunch of different dynamics to it that you have to manage that you don't have to manage if your starting quarterback just remains healthy throughout the entire season? Yeah, well, and I agree. I've I have it as a low percentage chance. I have it higher than you. I've got it twenty percent. Wow. Yeah, I would have said five as well. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, you know. I, here's the thing. Just takes it outright. Okay. Here's the thing. And I and I I think Dylan Gabriel is I think he's a really good quarterback. I think he's he's better than than he gets credit for. But they went six and seven last year. They did. There is no part of anyone up there that's going to say, well, you know. He's earned it. It's yeah. I I don't. I, that I, is gone. I honestly believe Dylan Gabriel gives you the best chance to win right now. Yeah, At least right now. I, yeah, I agree with that. So with that, like, I don't buy any of this quarterback controversy nonsense or anything like that. Like, I, I think week one your starter is Dylan Gabriel if everybody's healthy. So because, like I said, I think he gives you the best chance to win. Dylan Gabriel was what second in QBR last year in the Big Twelve. The, but, he was twentieth in the nation. Right, twentieth in the nation in QBR last year. And I know the argument is, 
you know, well, if the defense wasn't ranked in the hundreds, then maybe he would have got a little more respect because the team was winning. But, of course, the argument then is, well, maybe the defense wouldn't have been ranked in the hundreds if the offense could have sustained drives. Well, so it, like it, I hear all of that. Both but, hands wash each other. But let me just say this. What if he's better? What if Jackson's better? What if he's better? Like, you all, everything, that that you, everything that you guys are making saying yeah. makes – 100% sense. I, I'm with you on that. But what if he's better? I mean, look at what Clemson did last year with uh, Klubnik. I mean, he came in and they started winning games. I mean, he's like, they did he, it with Trevor Lawrence, too. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I understand, but do you want to take that risk? Right. It is a, it is a, it's, if you you're winning jump. games, if you're winning games. Well, let's look at Caleb and Spencer. Like, Spencer was, I mean, we got he got pulled at Texas. We all know the story, right? Mm-hmm. We all would take Caleb Williams over Spencer Rattler. That's not what this conversation is going to be about. But Spencer was cooked after that. Like you can't go back to him. What if Caleb? You know, Caleb went three and two as a starter and lost to the only two ranked teams that he mm-hmm. played. So, like, if at any point you ever wanted to go back to Spencer, I mean, what does that look like? You know, like I just feel like I think they should have at points in that season. Well, but but that's something to manage, right? That's right. just another thing you've got to. You've got to do that weekly conversation of, hey, who's going to be the starting quarterback this week? Hey, have you thought about going to this? And then you've got to manage the reps through practice. you got to do – I think it's just this season, if we just go and win 10 or 11 games, and I know that I'm saying that very casually. Right. Like, and, and I understand that. But, like, if, if the offense performs essentially like they did from, like, a points per game, total yards, QBR, rushing yards, like, we led the Big 12 in rushing – like, led the Big 12 in yards per carry. I think we're going to be better this year in the run game if our offensive line is as good as I think it's All going to be. All good points. I'm with you. We, we're we continuing this on the other side. We oh, got let's it. Do we're it. late. We're late for a timeout. Quick right. break. More from the rush coming up. Stay tuned. All right. Rush is back. A couple of segments left in studio today. Travis Davidson sitting in for Tyler McComas. We got Pierce back there on the board. Um, what's the text line look like after the quarterback uh, conversation last segment? Uh, I asked the the guys, like, percentage chance Jackson Arnold takes over starting quarterback. Um, You guys said five. I have it at 20, which is still low. It's a one in five chance, um, right? So it's still low. But can we – do you think that Jackson Arnold's ceiling as a player is higher than Dylan Gabriel's? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But not for this season, I don't think. Why? I just don't think Jackson Arnold – I think it just takes a little while to get comfortable in something like college football. And I think Jackson Arnold struggled in the beginning of the spring game. Now, I get it. It's not with the first – like it's It was like third string starting. offensive line. Yeah, I get line, that. Yeah. But even the other high school games that I saw him, he makes some mistakes that are just kind of like, why did you throw that? Why did you, why did you go that way? There's just certain things that I've seen – and obviously, I'm not an expert or anything like that. I'm not. Just, I'm mm-hmm. not trying to act like I'm more knowledgeable, but it just feels like he's not quite ready to where he can kind of step in the way Caleb Williams did. If that makes any sense. Yeah, I, I think that. Again, I I think that his ceiling is higher than Dylan's, mm-hmm. but best case scenario for the season again is Dylan plays the entire season. Jackson backs him up, learns behind him, and Jackson said this on our own airwaves in a pregame show. He goes, you know, I'm a competitive guy. You know, I want to come in and compete for the starting job, but I'm also looking forward to learning the offense from a guy who's been in the offense multiple years, been in the system multiple years like Dylan Gabriel has been. And I think that's kind of my point on Dylan Gabriel 
has been in the system a long time. He can help teach the offense. And mm-hmm. that's what was so interesting last year was none of – like DeMarco didn't know the offense. Joe John didn't know the offense. Uh, Bill Biedenbo didn't know the offense. Kale at the beginning of the year didn't know the offense. N- none of these guys knew the offense because Jeff didn't, didn't bring them with from Ole Miss, right? I mean, they knew – these guys know football, so it's not hard for them to figure it out. But, like, just the language of it and things like that. Like, Dylan's the one that even had to relearn it because he wasn't with them the year before. Mm-hmm. So, I think in just – Yes, you can be, you can have a higher ceiling, you can be more naturally gifted, whatever. I think, I think having a third year in the system, second year at Oklahoma, second year, you know, back to back in the system with these receivers, with some of the offensive linemen, I think that chemistry stuff really matters. And I think stuff like, call it silly, but these dime time retreats and stuff like that, those are a big deal towards going towards chemistry. Yeah. We see it on the seven on seven circuit all the time. It's the team that plays together that ends up winning these things. You get all star teams from all around the country that they have no idea what they're doing because they're all brand new to each other. Right. Well, I mean, there's a new tight end, starting tight end, so their chemistry will should be close to the same with Stogner. Well, but Dylan's been getting one reps, right? Yeah. So, I mean, he's had more reps with Stogner, and Stogner's not going to have a ton of reps because well, they Stogner need to keep him healthy. Well, Stogner had one, two, three, four, and five uh, fifth-team reps uh, throughout this spring. Well, but they were running out Bevel out there to take right? – you know what You know what well, I mean? That's what I'm saying, though. So, you've got – but you've got a new tight end. You're going to have new backs. You're going to have at least, in my opinion, one new starting wide receiver. So – Chemistry wise, I think that it could end up being closer. Now, I totally agree. The best case scenario for next year is that that doesn't happen, right? Dylan Gabriel plays good enough. Offense is clicking good enough to where it never becomes a a, a factor, a situation that you have to start to think about. The student section isn't chanting it. The student section's not chanting it, but my 20% is, I think, the reasons it may happen. Number one, he flat out may give you a better chance to win. Maybe a better, clearly, a better player at quarterback. That's something that you have to think about and, and consider making that move if that's the case. Um, number two, injury. Now, I said that you know, not by injury, but he can get a starting job by injury and then it'd be like not get, uh, yeah, not relinquishing yeah, it. Yeah, we're staying with this guy even though that that um Dylan Gabriel's still healthy. And I also think that there's a decent chance like I think Dylan Gabriel's a pretty good runner, a better runner than what we were able to see last year. Um I think that there's going to be some stuff in there that they use as a package for him to get him involved. Because you also got to remember the next year where he's going to be the starter is going to be like the second or third game of the season is probably going to be against either Georgia or Alabama or someone like that. Like I'm all about getting him a ton of reps, like let him play all the second halves or something like that. You know what I mean? I think that whenever you start to put a package in for a guy, exactly what we saw with Caleb Williams, not suggesting he's Caleb Williams, but you put a package out there for a guy and it thrives, which I think most likely it will, 
like there's pressure to keep that going and to give you know maybe a little more reps and you you even though maybe you didn't plan on it you end up finding yourself in in that type of situation do you guys remember the way Chandler Morris was used yeah. in that Big 12 championship that's right yeah could that kind of be a Jackson Arnold situation but more frequent than that like if there's a certain look in the red zone for example cuz Jackson Arnold's a bigger guy I feel like he runs more like Jalen Hurts kind of did in like a bigger way. Yeah. And so could that be something that you guys could see being used yeah. as like a consistent part of the season? Without a doubt. And especially if um especially if Dylan Gabriel tape takes some types of uh, of like bumps and bruises, rolls an ankle, but we need to have our court like Lebby's system needs an athletic quarterback. That's whenever yeah. it functions at its best. Look at Tennessee with Hooker. Um, look at what he did at Ole Miss with what's his name? Uh, why am I drawing a blank? We all know uh, who I'm talking about. Guy that went to Carolina. Yeah, with all uh, the tattoos. Matt Corral. Uh, Corral. Um, like you need an athletic quarterback that can make people pay in the running game, both called running plays, boots, and, well, and play action that turn into a quarterback run. Like, and I think Dylan can do that. It's just can. we saw after Dallas last year that we didn't have any other options. That's right. So it it really shrunk the offense, right? I think there's He's going to so, run a lot more this he's year. He's going to run a ton. Which and but opens you, that door. you have that confidence. Yeah, absolutely. I just don't want if you remember with with Caleb, yes, there were time like when he threw a ball, like when he threw that ball to Mario down the sideline um, or to Marvin down the sideline against Texas, it's like that is a gorgeous Gorgeous football. He did things. A gorgeous prayer. Yeah, but but the thing is, I think that set him up for failure because it's like you go into the casino, you put a twenty in the slot machine, mm-hmm. first spin, you jackpot. Now all of a sudden, you think you're a professional gambler, and then you go in and actually ruins you down the road because now you're throwing up prayers all over, chasing it. Yeah. So, but I think what's possible is Jackson shows his talent and flashes his talent with big throws, maybe plays with his legs. But then still makes those freshman mistakes where you're like, oh yeah, he threw into triple coverage because you know he yeah. he, he did he hasn't seen that before, and that's the thing. Do you want to rely on the oh man, this guy's got a ton of upside, a lot of flash, he can make all the throws, but every once in a while he's going to throw when he absolutely shouldn't, and that could cost us you know a turnover, cost us a game. Whereas Dylan, for all of his faults, doesn't really turn the ball over that much. What I want is Jackson Arnold with all of his talents that doesn't throw the ball into uh, the deep triple coverage. Don't we all? I want I want the the absolute premium. At oh, first time he throws an incompletion, I'm gonna lose my mind. That, five star. Will. What do you mean five Bench star? Benching incompletion. Right. Late for a timeout. Quick break. More from the rush coming up. Final segment is next. All right. All right, we're going to start off with a little bit of a contest. A little bit of a contest. For you golfers out there, the OU Club of Tulsa is hosting their tournament, their scholarship golf tournament, Monday, June 26th. Uh, it's going to be an 8 a.m. shotgun start. We said Meadowbrook out there in Tulsa, so 918 stand up. Um, I am going to be playing with, in it, and I will be – bringing three of our text line enthusiasts with me. So, uh, if you are in the Tulsa area or can get to the Tulsa area on Monday, June 26th, all you have to do is tweet a picture of you on a golf course and (laughs) and tag KREF, 
and me, Travis Skull. Any golf course. Any golf course. Miniature golf? Doesn't matter. Okay. Doesn't matter. If you have a picture of you wearing, you know, an Oculus and you can convince me that you are playing virtual golf. Some, <laughs> some, some. Uh, Can't you do like AI pictures now? Like basically, just tell it what you want it's to gonna, show. Get to tell Chat GPT yeah. to make a picture of me on a on a golf course. Right. So yes, we will put your take a picture of you on a golf course or use an old one, and you need to tag KREF and tag me at Travis Skoll at KREF Sports on Twitter or on Instagram. It's fine, but on Twitter most likely. Um, and I will pick from those. We'll do it all week. It'll be Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and we will do it in the last segment on Friday. So, again, picture of you on a golf course, tweeted, tagged with KREF and with Travis, at Travis Skull. So, do that. I'll be picking three on Friday, and then we're going to go play some golf together, have some beers together maybe. It's an 8 a.m., so maybe mimosas. Oh, there's a good beverage situation. That's going to be fun. Oh, that's, yeah. That's really cool. And speaking of that, tomorrow I'm going to be out at Jimmy Austin. Better listen in because I'm going to be giving away passes to the Corn Ferry Tour that's coming up really quickly. Got some really good passes. We're going to be giving some of those away tomorrow afternoon from Jimmy Austin. You guys killed it on the text line. As always, you guys drive the show. We're just along for the ride. Let's go have an ice cold Pacifico.